Are you good? Do you need anything? Do you need like a water? I think I'm okay. over. <laughs> What'd you do, bro? <laughs> He's answering for me. Uh, let's see. Are you getting your notes? Yeah. Uh, There's a whole new intro. <clears throat> there is. It's a whole, like, I have so much new shit to cover. You should say om- almost not sponsored by Stay Illuminated. Almost not? Yeah. Why? Because they were late. Um, it's not a good first impression. No, but it's not a first impression. At this point, they've been around long enough. I like to pretend everyone. <laughs> Man, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Every time. Is that what Every you, time. Is that what you I'm introduce always yourself to me? In you. Yeah. Every, Every single time. Every time we meet. Hi, my name's Chris. I'll go by Kill Sierra. I, I know. I know who you are. I know. And Motherfucker, then, I've known you for like 15 years. And then that immediately <laughs> disappoints me. Yeah. And I'm let down again. Okay. Hi, my name is Arash. Yeah, whatever. See... <laughs> Welcome to another first time episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We're your host, the Diego Brown Project. I go by Mr. Arati. Dog is licking my feet like there's stop. Like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> seriously. As if like there's candy underneath my skin. <laughs> we are Diego Brown Project. I go by Mr. Arash, even though nobody calls me Mr. And with me is Kill C Ray, even though we'll just call him Chris. Hey yo. I remember that part because that part's the same. That part's always the same. <laughs> Good. The rest of this intro. Good. You remember your own name. And the person who's been yeah. sitting next to you for six years. Dude, I know my name is Chris and impressive, you're a Impressive, bro. I know. Super I know impressive. these things. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. We are, of course, brought to you by... Hey, this part's the same, too. We are brought to you by Platform Collection. Make sure you go over to platformcollection.com and check out all the content that's on there that will keep you lost for the next six hours and 20 minutes of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, exploring music videos, essays... All kinds of content. And while you're there, you want to check out our sibling podcasts. This is the part that's new. Yes. This is like all new order. Life on the Road with 60 East. Um, yeah, I just forgot our yeah. I didn't know if we were going to keep that. We decided we're going to Let's just decide now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. I mean, there should be you some, like it. There should be some sort of a response every time I name one of the like, shows. I don't care what you do. That sounds pretty cool. I really don't. I just something. There's really Wait, no, hold up, hold up. Huh. If you don't care then how can we care? You know? That's You're right. true. Uh, See? That's legit. That's legit. Broke you down, bro. I do care. Thank you. Okay. Uh, really, though? Really, though? With Cookbook yeah. of LA Symphony. Do we, do we keep introducing him as that? I want to see him today, cookbook? man. No. I mean, he's he's so... Do we say Kill C. Ray so of Diego Brown Project? He's so much bigger now, right? He's so yeah. much bigger now yeah. than everything. Yeah. It's just Cookbook. Is he eating he's hard? Is that why? He's earned it. Okay. Yeah. Is he gaining? gaining? He's, he's, I, think, I think he's writing a cookbook. Oh, really? He's come full circle. Is he seriously writing a cookbook? Maybe. <laughs> God, because that would be fucking amazing. I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking I'm going to sell him on that. He should absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you're listening, cookbook, you should do that. Uh, orchestrated with Noah James and Lisa J. Yeah. Who do also have their own podcast network you should check out. Oh, the, um, what was the noise for them? We were, oh. we were, it's like an orca. Oh, it's like a wolf? It's like an orca. No, a wolf is... Oh! I don't know. Do the other one again. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's We're going to just sample that right there. Uh, That's awesome. 
Uh, Proof of Life Radio. Post, it's still posted by Kali, right? Uh, yeah, for the okay. time being. We haven't done the thing yet. No, we haven't. We're doing a thing. It's coming, though. Also, Status Escalate. Yeah. Hosted by Kali. Yes. He's got another show yeah. that he's starting, uh, or start, partially started. started already. Yeah, yeah. Bars Weekly on Dash Radio. Yeah, started last Friday. Okay. So he's going to be giving up one of these other shows? Possibly. Okay, possibly stepping down. Yeah, let us know. There may be the first annual platform collection host search. Mm, you know? Okay. We can do something like I think it, America's Got it, Talent Yeah, it makes thing. it like inaugural. It's not annual yet. Yeah, inaugural. There wait, you go. wait, hold yeah. on. Annual? Like every year we want to find a yeah, new Yeah, we'll host? fire them and just get a new person. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. That way we could go any way with it. Yeah, you know? but I don't know if you can trust people to vote for this kind of shit. Remember when MTV did it and they got that fucking weirdo I voted think in? we'd be down for that. Yeah. I like, send us to weirdo. Did you hear about, uh, there's a like this scientific exploration boat in the UK where they opened it up to the public to vote for it. And, and they named it. They, uh, the, the public, the yeah. people in their infinite wisdom came up with the name Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Wait, say it again? Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> so of course they said, no, we're not going to do that. They came up with some sort of See, like historical... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they named like one of their other smaller ships. I mean, Bodie what does McBoatface. that say about America? <laughs> I mean, not even that wasn't America. That wasn't even what America. does it say about the world then? <laughs> we don't, I don't that know. people just don't take shit serious. No. Well, yeah. Well, then, yeah. Yeah. We're trying to live in that world. <laughs> I'm with that. I'm yeah. with Bodie McBuffet. Me too. <laughs> I mean, this uh, show's called Crappy Awesome. <laughs> yeah. The Ghetto Blaster podcast hosted by Ricochet. Pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. Hosted by Muds One. Muds One. Is that the way you got to do it? I don't know. It just came to me, though. Okay. That seems, like, it like seems good, right? Some sort of marketing media genius. Yeah, thanks. That's why you've been doing this for mm-hmm. however many years. Uh, of course, the Two Mix Hologram Podcast, always going long and strong, strong and hard and with a pimp limp. Yeah, <laughs> he has no choice. Shut up. <laughs> Too soon, man. Yeah. Too soon. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, Two Max, of course, is back on K Day. With Water the Plants, that's on a 2 a.m. Saturday yeah. night, Sunday morning. Late Saturday night, early Sunday morning. Yeah. Shout out to K-Day and Water the Check Plants. Check that out. Uh, and, of course, Tumex Hologram Radio. Uh, that's 24-hour streaming radio station. You can listen to that from a variety of platforms, but yeah. we highly recommend TuneIn Radio. Yeah. Shout out to TuneIn. So, wow, that's a lot of Tumex. Just a lot of Tumex all over you. <laughs> that's why you can't feel bad for the dude. Yeah. It's everywhere. Keep trying. Fucking A. Shout out to our sponsors, Stay Illuminated. Yeah. For all your fresh gear and lifestyle needs, visit stayilluminated.com. Yeah. And right now, you can use the following code for free shipping on any order. Are you ready what? for that code? What? What? Free what? shipping? Now, what is this free you they speak They must of? have gone mad. They've, they've gone crazy. They've gone completely Crazy insane. Tony is slashing prices. What is it? A bunch of little dogs running this company? <laughs> My God. The code is... Yes. We digress. <laughs> the code is stay ill 17. Yeah. Stay ill. Please tell me. As in the that. name yeah. of the company <laughs> and 17 as the year. I the guess. number. We're not, I mean. One seven. You that's don't have not to what we do. We make clothes. Yeah, yeah. We don't think we do? of numbers. We don't well, even do it's that. the team. Yeah. I mean, we don't actually do anything. We talk about it. Yes. On a recording. Yes. That's how, that's all we do. Yeah. We're not good at math. <laughs> and also make sure to peep our creative partners over at waterdeplants.org. Water your fucking plants, guys. No, seriously, they die. They're alive. Unless they're cactus. 
Yeah, don't water those. <laughs> you don't have to water those. <laughs> you drown it. Water to Plants <laughs> is a music incubator in L.A. Go to waterplants.org and learn all about that. Or tune into the last episode where we talk about it endlessly. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Platform Collection. That is one word all spelled out. Or on Twitter at Platform Collect. With no shun. With no shun. And of course, uh, shameless plug, Burner Podcast. That is hosted by yours truly. For those of you who don't know, yours truly means me, the person who's speaking. That's over at BurnerPodcast.com and covers the Burning Man community and uh, abroad hippie stuff. Right? What about broads? (laughs) I said the Burning Man community abroad. Isn't that what you would say? It's it's also U.S. It's not only abroad. Mm. Does the it inter- always mean the international, in the, the international, international Burning Man community? Yes, yes, I like yes. that. There you go. I like that. It covers the That's international. That's my idea, by the yeah. way. So you can't use it unless I too late. You can. We've been doing it since episode one. Oh. Yeah, we did one on Africa Burn recently. What do they do there? A lot of the same shit that they do here. <laughs> you know what's not? <laughs> but in Africa. But is it? Because it's very deserty there, right? Uh huh. Or no, Sierra. Uh, well, where Plains? this partic- well, where this particular place is, is also pretty deserty. Okay, so, but they live there though. It's like six hours outside of um, Cape Town. Yeah, I feel like their burn should be like at a tropical island. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because no. they already live like, in the desert. Be, you know, it used to be on a beach environment, is my understanding. And yeah. like they had like monkeys and stuff, and, and people drowned. Yeah, no, now it's not in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah somebody yeah. fucked that up. I'm that sure. one, but that one, that one is like thirteen thousand people as opposed to Burning Man, which is like seventy. So it's a little smaller. Wowzer! But it's still, you know, fucking. I mean, thirteen thousand is still pretty funny. Yeah, thirteen thousand is no joke. I don't know any. I'm trying to think of the last hip hop event I went to where there was thirteen thousand. Your Jay Z yeah. wasn't your last performance like thirteen thousand? Ah, fourteen oh one. But I didn't want to just throw that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that would be showy. That would be. Yeah. I don't know how they fit all of them into the bar, but. <laughs> It is. It's fifty percent capacity. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, the fire marshal yeah, was not happy out, about man. that. You yeah. know, blaze our own path. Yeah, blaze is the word. Yep. Yeah. That was a marijuana reference. It was. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify that. Should I tell them about iTunes and Stitcher? And no. Stuff? No. Yeah. Okay. Yo, please do. Guys, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or Spreaker, Spreaker, go over to platformcollection.com and you'll hear every episode all the way back to episode zero. Um, where nothing happens anymore. We don't no, say anything. Yeah. yeah, I saw yeah. you getting ready. I got really excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. Just go there. Cool. Ilsa Mars here. Word. What's up, guys? What up? <laughs> this is her first podcast. It is. Come on and groove with me. Come take a cruise with me. No time for full of free. I'm on this groovy beat. Ain't got no time to wait. Come like a tidal wave. All we can do is pray that we gon' be okay. Home food, mama cooking in the kitchen. Sunday morning vibes, and you know that I've been missing. Birthdays and some holidays, you know I never listen. On my hustle, gotta skip, you know that I've been in it. Um, But that's the cost I pay, living by the rhymes way. I know they think it's just a face, but trust me, gotta show the way. He's the potter, I'm the clay. On my Christian bell today, moving through the dark night. But trust me, I'ma find a way. On my mobile, move like automobiles. Gonna pay off these bills with these words that I feel. That's a statement, but it's bigger than a pain. I do it for the people who need more than some change, man. Come on and groove with me. Come take a cruise with me. No time for full of reap. I'm on this groovy beat. Ain't got no time to wait. Come like a tidal wave. All we can do is pray that we gon' be okay. Come on and groove with me. Come take a cruise with me. No time for full of reap. I'm on this groovy beat. Ain't got no time to wait. Come like a tidal wave. All we can do is pray that we gon' be okay. 
Take a lift, we can ride into spaceship. We can see the sights, recognize the creation. Take a look inside, we can find what we're chasing. You can criticize, but my God is amazing. More amazing than the bills on his beat. Back in the day, I used to ride to unleash the beast. Devilish thoughts inside of me. Grew a little wiser and changed my degree. Um, I'm always on it, you know I'm hooked on phonics. Make them sound melodic, keep them shining like a rollicks. Ain't that what you call it? Forget it. I'm not stopping. I'm rhyming till the days, and you can catch up if you're pacing. Are you nervous? Just a little bit. Really? Yeah. Just. A I little always bit. wonder what 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 is it? Just just the environment, maybe, or um, because there's dogs running around. There's crazy no, shit the, happening. Definitely the dogs, not. No. I think it's just uh. Somebody asking you so many questions for a oh. period of time, you know. I, oh, we're just going to talk about ourselves. Yeah. You're just we haven't sit there and not say yeah. anything. <laughs> You're here to just be a part of our conversation. Yeah. That's cool yeah. with me. Chris, what's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's – you're one of those artists that um, – I think I reached out to you maybe – a few months back now, right? I think something like that about yeah. sending your music over because I'd seen it and I was like, and I'm a fan, so I was like, yo, uh, I want to put this up on our site. Um, and you follow like so far, I can tell you, if if you haven't followed the show, like you follow this kind of traditional path, um, probably unbeknownst to you, but that we've seen through other artists where they put out some music, kind of get some attention. People start talking about it a little bit, then you start popping up on flyers. And then that's like a whole new thing. And then you start running the circuit of like media like ours or, you know, like the B-side shows or the underground hip hop blog, Cypher Effects. Like you start doing that circuit. And we've seen, I mean, here's the thing. Like we had uh, Gavlin's first podcast. We had Reverie's first podcast. That's pretty awesome. So it's been it. We've been able to see. First? Yeah. Wow. It, so I'm glad to be mentioning those things. <laughs> so we've been able to company. see like this this kind of path. Um, when at the very least you're starting to get attention that may have not been there last year. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's actually really fair to say. It was not there last year. Okay. Why? Why do you think? Um, I think I didn't really uh, push my. I didn't put myself out there as much because I really didn't believe in my music. Um, huh. I was just being honest. You know, the the past mixtape that I have out is actually still on my website, which I always contemplate whether I want to put it up or take it down, just leave it there. But it's called Medication. And um, half of that mixtape I'm not proud of. I think uh -huh. it's garbage. <laughs> and then the other half, it's okay. I'm still not proud of it. So um, because of that, I was, I guess I had fear to really put myself out there. So you, you completed it. And then listen to it and immediately felt that way? Like immediately? No. Were... Immediately, I think as any artist, you think that your stuff is the best. Okay. And then, and then I, as I started aging weeks, months, and I was listening to it again, I was like, shit, this is horrible. <laughs> who, else, <laughs> who else were you listening to, like, as far as maybe what are now, like, your peers, like, in, in like, the underground independent scene? Prior to that, like, who were you listening to? In the independent scene yeah. uh, at that time? I don't remember because it, it definitely wasn't... Um, Something on your radar? No. Yeah. It, it was a lot of, uh, like... Uh, I was listening to somebody in Florida. He goes by um, Andrew Frey. Okay. And he's independent. And I was listening to him and I was like, dang, like... I really like that guy. Like yeah. his uh, his whole um, his music is amazing, and um, his and you were comparing yourself. Yeah, uh -huh. and it was just like 
dang, I, this is this is really horrible. And I, I don't want to compare myself to yeah, other yeah, artists. Yeah. You know, trying to do trying it's to be in my own though. lane, but it is natural, yeah. you know. So uh, that's what kind of just got me to to believe that I had a lot of work to do. Well, okay. let's go back yeah. to that. For the, your, the first mixtape was a, your first ever release, right? Uh, no, it wasn't. Um, I've had other releases before that that are just that are not on the radar at all. You won't be able mm. to find it unless you like dig up some like old like rapzilla.com yeah. um uh submissions yeah that i completely deleted those i can't delete that off their website yeah. but i deleted those because if if my medication mixtape was garbage that stuff was just horrible wow oh, and wow. i'm just being honest with myself and i think as an artist you have to be honest with yourself when something sure. is good and when something is not so so that's why this last year um has been just a, a breakthrough really um Putting out some some okay music, some good music that I can actually bump to in my yeah. car and not and not feel afraid of, of sure. bumping it, and you know contacting some uh, promoters and them listening to my new stuff and they're like, oh dang, you know we actually do want to put you on, and then focusing on really just putting out a single and seeing how that does yeah. instead of putting out a project that probably nobody even wants and nobody's gonna listen to. Huh. Okay, so let's back up then. Where where does the can you pinpoint where the artist side of you comes from like were your parents artistic was there other people in the family that were artistic my brother is artistic he's actually in uh i don't know if um if anybody hears of mexican descent but my brother is a in a band called exterminador uh -huh. so he's professional and he tours and whatnot yeah so a lot of my family from my mom's side and my dad's side are musicians but i've never really aspired to be a musician actually how it happened for me it was just kind of random yeah just sitting in a in a room in a garage and watching my buddies um play and they were just jamming out we were just smoking and whatever and he's like like oh we should just start a band illy can be our front man i was like um i don't sing yeah <laughs> like but i have a horrible voice he's like oh you don't have to sing would be like a rock rap fusion band and you can rap over the over our, our rock um instrumental yeah 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 i was like cool let's try it out so that's really how it all started huh so okay were you listening to hip-hop at that time yeah i've always uh well i would say i started listening to, to hip-hop when i was a sophomore and actually the first artist i listened to was tumex mm. okay oh shout out to tumex yeah. he'll love that yeah I, th yeah. I think I've actually shouted him up one time on Instagram, told him how, like, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have been into underground music. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Wow. I'll let so him know that. Cool. That's awesome. How did you discover him? Uh, my buddy uh, that I knew at the time, because I was into, like, a lot of rock alternative mm. and um, stuff like that. And he's like, oh, you know, check this, check this, like, mix that I made and whatnot. I'm like, cool. Like, let me put the headphones on. And I instantly fell in love with yeah. the boom bap, with the genre, just everything that it was, just, like, the experience, the, what they were talking about. It was three-day eviction notice that I was listening to. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was like, man, this is, this hits home. I was like, dude, this is, this is everything I've been missing, you know? And so. Yeah. And up it, until then, what. Were you like, could you say you were into music or? I was, definitely. Yeah. And prior to that, um, I used to write. I had um, composition books and whatnot. And, yeah. and I, I grew up. Like, I guess kind of very emotional and whatnot. You know, that's the honest part of me that like, and so I wrote a lot of poetry. Yeah. I had a lot of poems. I had stacks and stacks of notebooks. Um, I just never really put two and two together to put it on a song until yeah. after high school. But you were being creative though. I was, definitely Like, because you were creating from yeah. the very beginning. So, yeah. okay. Okay. So then that's kind of, you can kind of see where the, the art side comes from. Uh, is it just you and your, just your brother? Are those uh, the only kids? Just, yeah, for my parents. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Okay, and... I gotta ask, how old yeah. were you when you heard that Tumex song that changed everything? I was 15. Okay. 
It's always yeah. interesting to me when like uh, people from like a younger age like immediately identify with underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like so, it's I, like a deeper. Could be wrong. I mean, I could be like totally older aging myself, but like I remember when I was that age, like it was really fucking hard to find people who were into not whatever is the mainstream shit. Yeah, it was you know, like, hard too. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's lonely, right? <laughs> super lonely, super yeah. lonely. When people ask you what you're listening to and you're like, who the hell is yeah. that? And I'm like, stick to what you're listening to. I'll listen what? to what I'm listening to. Were you, uh. were you um, like what kind of kid were you? Uh, like if you, you had to look back. Um, what kind of kid? Yeah, were you a good kid? Were you getting into trouble? Did you, you know, how were you in school? I was actually an honor student. Yeah. Up until I decided to like kind of just, I don't know, I want to say rebel, but then I, I got a job and then I was on the streets and I started hustling and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of just threw me off like the whole education thing. But yeah. I was, I had um, academic courses in, in um, high school that were going to lead me to going straight to like a four-year college and okay. possibly, you know, getting into a really good school and becoming like a lawyer or something. And but that didn't go as planned. Why? Just... You know, when you go to, when you have a job and then when you're like, you know, you're out and just on the streets. So you it was like a conscious choice. You're like, I'm not yeah, going. Yeah, I just didn't want to go. Okay, like so. I was like, I had my own car and I was just doing my own thing. I was not completely taking care of myself because I was still living under my parents' roof. But, yeah. you know, making a little bit of income and then you make a little income in the streets and you're just like, dude, I don't need school. Like I could do this. Yeah. Well, okay. So what introduced you to that side of the streets? Um, music for sure. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think it was music. Um. Just hanging out with like, just uh, just the hip hop heads, and then I, after listening to underground, you know, you start getting into, you start listening to other music and like the hustle music. Start listening to yeah, Jay Z, yeah, yeah. start listening to Jay Z, and obviously all he talks about is that, and it's just like it kind of gets you like wanting to do that. It's it's. She's a product oh. of America. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. This is exactly the shit you arguing with my parents about. No, no, no. The music's not going to make you do bad things. Yeah. yeah music she's an bad. example. Of, <laughs> she's completely an example of yeah. that. Wow, that's so interesting <laughs> to me. So, okay. I keep hearing a, um, a Two Shorts song. I was like, getting it. Yeah, getting it. Yeah. Like, you're just basically described. Your life was the first verse of getting it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's how it really went for me. But I don't regret it one bit. Yeah. I don't. I mean. Well, how did that part of your life end? I went pretty bad. Um, I got arrested. Uh -huh. I got a, a couple felony charges. I went to jail. Got my house raided. Wow. <laughs> just some really bad stuff happened. And, you know, I um, once I got out of that and I just still wasn't really like straightening up a bit and I just still kind of doing my thing. But actually met my videographer, which is Amalia. She's standing yeah. right there. And she kind of just like helped me out and said, you know what? Like you want to live like this for the rest of your life or do you want to – do something with your life and I was like I don't want to live like this I don't want to be in and out of county anymore yeah. like I don't I don't want to do that so um, yeah I straightened up stopped doing drugs mm -hmm. stopped being on the streets literally changed my number and let go of that past life and started a new one what um, are you like do you are do you mind talking about like what drugs you were doing no I don't mind at all I talk about it in my music so I don't what, care so what was it um, or what was your drug of choice? My drug of choice would definitely have to be weed, obviously. Yeah. Always, and um, pills. Pills. And any type of damage, like a lot of Oxycontin and okay. Hanics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how? So let me ask you this: as somebody who has, like, been in that world, tell people how how prevalent are pill usage, like Oxycontin? How prevalent did you see it? Uh, what do you mean by that? Like how, like, w would it surprise people, the amount of people that are using Oxycontin? 
Oh, honestly, yeah. Yeah. You really would. Um, and the people that abuse it. And once you start, I think it would even surprise people because a lot of people are surprised by me that yeah. you become so immune to it that you have to start sniffing it. You know, wow. you have to start smoking it. Like it yeah. just, it, be, it becomes like crack cocaine, yeah. but with in pill form, you know? Yeah. So I, there's a lot of people out there and I use my music to like bring awareness to that, you right. know, that that drug use and the pharmaceutical company and this pharmaceutical industry really does like, kill a lot of Americans. Like, it yeah. really does fuck up a lot of people. And How did you I, discover the Oxy? When um, was the first time you had it? When was the first was time Was it like I had a it? casual thing or like... It, well, it was because I was into psychedelics more, like LSD okay. and shrooms. And I would, here and there I would do coke, but cocaine, but it wasn't really my thing. Uh -huh. I didn't really like that upper feeling, yeah. feeling and whatnot. And I think, I think one of my buddies who um, he... He used to do a lot of opiates, a lot of opium. He would smoke opium, and he's like, oh, look, I got these pills and whatnot. And I'm like, well, let me give him a try, you know? And yeah. it just happened like that. You know, yeah, you yeah. just... You end up at places where people are just doing drugs when right. you're... When you're in that, in that environment, you're just... You end up at yeah. here and there doing this and doing that. Next thing you know, you're like smoking meth and you don't even realize yeah, why. You how know? you got from point yeah. A to yeah. yeah, you don't. Like, yeah. And it's just really, it's just drug abuse is crazy, man. Let it me really ask you is. this because I'm thinking, okay, so you're, you're like a, a model student for a chunk of your life. Are you... Are your parents like what are your parents going through during the time of like you going from model student to like holy shit mm. she's fucking out on the streets hustling like how the fuck did that happen? I actually just wrote a, a song about that too. It's kind of funny that we talk about it. Yeah. Um, they, my dad and my mom, obviously they're not gonna take it very nicely. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really get kicked out, but I kind of got kicked out in a way. Yeah. Um, so it ended up being like. What does Home. that mean? Unpack that a little bit. Um, well, my dad kind of just like disowned me, really. Okay. He's like, I don't want anything to do with you. Like the last time I got locked up and I was just begging my mom to like, you know, like post bail and like, dude, let yeah, me yeah. get out of here. You know, I don't want to be in here. And my dad's like, dude, just leave her in there. Yeah. Like let her learn on her own. Like she's not going to learn if we're telling her. So it is what it is. They didn't take it lightly. My mom was always there for me though when I was living out on my own and uh -huh. I was just dead broke. Like literally had no food to eat. I was so freaking skinny. I was doing drugs. My mom really had my back. She came through and like yeah. always used to feed me and whatnot. But my dad, he just didn't really care. He was just Did like, it is what it is. Like when you were saying, like when you were describing what your dad's said is is there a hint of you understanding where he he was coming from like is there a part of you that went like fuck i was pretty fucked up not like, before but now now yes. yeah it's like as just through the years and growing and you know like learning more definitely you know, yeah like, and that people deal with it in weird ways yeah definitely yeah and i don't blame him like i think it, it made me who i am today just, just being yeah obviously and whatnot, yeah. you know like if if he would have allowed that to happen he would still kept me in his household you I may probably, be dead. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I probably would be dead. I probably would still be a druggie. I'd probably still be on the streets. So yeah. in a way, I'm thankful for everything that happened and the way it did. Mm. What is what is their ethnic background? Huh? Your parents? Uh, we're Mexican, actually. Mm. Both, we, both sides. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Mexico as well. Okay. So I think that's another thing. Because I saw the Arabic writing on your arm. And I was oh, yeah, that. I know. Yeah, don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Right. No, yeah, but um, we're all from Mexico. Um, very, you were born there. Yeah, and they're already older. They're 
my dad's in his 70s. Okay. My, my mom in, his, in her late 60s, so yeah. they're super old school. Uh-huh. Very, like, traditional. Sure. So that definitely, you know. Yeah, that was, like, a definite clash, right? Oh, super ego hurt for my dad. Like, yeah. whoa, what are you doing? You know, you're not supposed to do this. You're my daughter. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. That's that's tough. And it's like, I had, you know, I had a family member who uh-huh. went through a lot of what she's describing. Yeah. And, and that's always got to be having this conversation with people who are going through that because on one hand, if you continue to enable your your whoever your family member is, right. like to continue to come back, you continue feeding them, you continue giving money, there is a much higher chance that they're never going to actually quit versus like so if you true. drop them completely and say you're cut out and that yeah. fucking sucks. Like that's like the hardest thing ever. And you tell any parents to do that, they're like, well, you don't know what it's like to be a parent. You're right. I don't. Statistically though, I think like it's... There's like a 50-50 chance that they'll bounce back. It's true. That yeah. they'll hit rock bottom and they decide like, all right, fuck it. I got to get my shit together. It's true. But if you're continuing to enable, there's close to 100% chance that they're never going to quit. Yeah. It's very true. I Every time that I come across a situation with people that I know that they have kids and I, and I give them my experience and they still don't want to listen, I was like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's on you. I right. Mean, I'm here. There's nothing you can actually yeah, do for I, I'm here. Right. I'm living and I'm letting you know what I went through and what could happen if you just completely just cut it off. But if they right. don't listen, they don't listen. Okay. So during that chunk of your life, are you making any music? None at all. Just, None at all. Just listening to a lot. Okay. A lot of a lot of music. What did you see in your own future in that chunk of time? What did you think tomorrow would bring? Were yeah, you looking forward like, to things. Who are you gonna be? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny to say, but I always really just wanted to be like a drug kingpin. Huh. Yeah, join yeah. like the Mexican mafia or do something crazy like that and uh, and whatnot. But wow, it's funny now. I think about it. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of funny, but obviously that didn't go. As yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because you met your uh, video offer, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how did that? How did you guys meet? How did that come about? Um, my last landing place bef- before getting my act straight was I was renting a room out of her cousin's house, mm. and um, her cousin introduced us. And she, Amalia's like a straight age. Like she, yeah, probably she does not do any she's drugs. Laughing. Like she's just that person that like listened to mom all through her life and whatnot. So we were two total opposites. But yeah, when she met me, when we started talking, I was practically overdosing. I had just took like two ecstasy pills and I had like took so much cocaine and wow. I was drinking and I was smoking. I think I had like drank a bottle of Lambrusco to the face or something. Ah, some Lambrusco. <laughs> and, um, Remember it well. She's like, uh, are you I don't okay? even know what that is. Yes, uh, you, you do. I'll, I'll let you, you do. Have We've I had, had it? it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, All right. Never mind. I know what it it's is. It's really cooking wine, by the way. <laughs> I, that didn't use yeah. it for cooking wine. Yeah, I know. I just drink that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I was practically overdosing in the in the den, and she's like, "You want some water?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm cool. Yeah. I'll survive." She's like, "Are you sure? I think you need some water." I was like, "Nah, I'm okay. I'll survive." And then she made me drink the water, and I literally, pro- she probably helped me get over an overdose right there. So she is like literally and figuratively saved your life. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And then how did you guys start connecting and bonding? Just uh, we had a lot of similar views in mm. in the way where we wanted to do something more, mm. but we just didn't really have the right people around us. Like she's an aspiring filmmaker, yeah. and um, I kind of just like I've always been that like regardless of being like a drug addict, I've always been the positive person in the in the group, and um, and That's so, so funny I, how that works. It is. Yeah. It is actually. You see that funny. often. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah. I would always be that person just trying to like. 
give people positivity and like you know better yourself but really like i'm on drugs so yeah. i don't know how you better somebody when you're intoxicated yeah but, but um but yeah that's how really it was I, you know i was just kind of giving her some encouragement like hey if that's what you want to do you should really do it like yeah yeah pursue it like if you need me to help you like i'll help you like i'll you be that back which maybe i don't know how much she knew at the time but you understood what inspiration was mm -hmm. because exactly. you're you already have the artist mind and you realize at some level i think all artists know this you can lean on each other if you can like as artists when you connect you can lean on each other that's, true. that's usually why artists find communities right right you know cuz it's they understand Really, like for me, my understanding of it is just like the utilization of more energy yeah, yeah. in a in a at least a positive direction. We, yeah, we've yeah. talked about this a lot on over the years, like so much about that thing that artists have in common, which is like we're all creators, all human beings. We have an instinct to create. It's just the ones that we can call are like the genetic breed that are the artists. Yeah. Are the ones that we have this like antenna connected to whatever source creation is, and like it, it's too loud. We can't go about dealing with our day to day without this like I need to create something, mm, you know. I like that. And so like that overwhelming drive is usually what brings a yeah. lot of this pain because mm -hmm. we're trying to navigate what most of the world tells us the world is supposed to be, and a lot of the way that I think artists like get into drug abuse is because we're trying to quiet that right. noise. You're trying to numb it. Yeah. There's this pain. There's overwhelming thing. Because like even beyond the money, beyond the excitement, which I'm sure it was, and let's not kid ourselves, there was a level of fun. You were having fun, for sure. But Definitely. none of it was, like, meaningful. No, um, not at all. You know what all. I mean? And you can feel that. Like, and, and you're an artist, so... There was no way that you were ever going to, like, even being a, a kingpin yeah. would have ended tragically because you would have never been satisfied with that. Like, that's not Definitely really not. what you wanted. Yeah. You just knew you aspired to something. Yeah, yeah. And then you found somebody else and you're like, oh, this person is the same kind of fucking weird that I am. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then she, yeah, and then she reminded you of what you could really aspire to. Exactly. Right. So, okay, yeah. so you meet her, then do you start to get back into music right away or is it, what's the process? Uh, no, we actually started like our own little like, I don't know if what you would call it, but we were, we were throwing shows and we, yeah. had, we had like a weekly show at, uh, at the airliner. Like on promoters, Tuesdays yeah. And whatnot. And then we were we were doing a lot of those shows in our city in La Puente. And so we were we had an event company and we also had a networking company. So gotcha. we knew a lot of DJs, we knew a lot of artists, we knew a lot of people. So we're like, okay, so you guys can come to us. From where? Just our, our neighboring, with yeah. throwing shows, we started collecting a contact of lists. Okay. And um, we we're, got pretty known to the point where, you know, people out of state were contacting us to come perform at our shows. Were you, rock shows and whatnot. Were you aware of, like, the current, like, uh, scene that you're now in? Yeah, I definitely were. You were already aware of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was aware of um, the 66 scene and yeah. the 909 scene and whatnot. Yeah. Um, we were kind of separate a little bit from it. Yeah. Just kind of doing our own thing. It wasn't really um, alongside with that community. Yeah. But through that, um, obviously, you know, and having our friends that were playing music, and that's kind of where it all just kind of like mixed in together. Yeah. And I've I've seen over the years, and you'll I think you'll see it because you are definitely part of this scene now. Um, because it's like it becomes. I mean, even even this right now, what she's doing, is kind of a part of being graduated into that scene, and it's like. 
I've seen this for a while. And what I mean by our scene for people who might be the first time listening is um, like the better part of San Bernardino, Los Angeles, San Diego, uh, almost a complete circle, even going out to Arizona now, Texas. There's a, there is an acknowledged scene that where we as artists acknowledge each other's presence, mm. you know, um, and that's basically what makes a scene. There isn't much more mm. to it, but you're in that. And what I've noticed is the scene that w- you are now in is, is like a giant circle. And then there's all these little circles around the yeah. edges that are smaller scenes. And then the people that rise to the top in those scenes graduate into the bigger scene. Yeah. Um, and it just seems like that's just the way it is now. Um, which is your mic out? Yeah, it is. yeah it is out. Perfect. It worked exactly how I wanted it. Oh. Wait, hold on. Check it. Check it loud. Check, check, check. Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. That's weird. What happened? That's an old trick. What? Anytime a channel drops out like that, you just push it to the peak, yeah. and it'll usually turn it back on. Ah. Nice. Yeah. Right. Good um, to know. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. learn something new on every episode yeah. of Crappy Awesome. <laughs> <Lost laughs> the more you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you're now in this scene, and because that's basically what happened, right? You basically built up a good enough network that organically pushed you into this scene because this is where you go once you start to like work the circuit I like to call it you know so okay so at that point is this at at that point is that where you're like I'm making stuff I don't really like yet is it right at the beginning of that or well there and up until whenever medication dropped which was like Mm -hmm. I don't know 2015 or something yeah 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 something like that yeah so like right after that yeah right after that Okay, so how how much was it you becoming aware of your own skill and and how much was it you starting to like interact with artists at a higher caliber? Uh, I think it was just uh, knowing. I mean, also because if you listen to the music, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it has a lot of God references and whatnot. Uh-huh. And so, being as in like, I am a Christian, uh-huh. and if. It's it's bad enough that a lot of Christian music isn't really that good. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So if you have crappy music and you're a Christian, you automatically, aside from that, I am a female artist. Like, oh, right. that's just another female Christian artist. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah. And those labels just like they're awful, especially yeah. for a female to hear. Yeah. Them, you know. So I was like, okay, I have to stop like surrounding myself with people that are not making good music and yeah. really just reach out to the ones that are and, yeah. and, and put myself in there so I can want to and aspire to be better and yeah. come, come with through with a better bar, verse, a better bar, yeah. you know, some more metaphors, some better similes and, you know, just really get creative. Yeah. yeah. Because if you're just doing whatever it is that you do well, most people will overlook even if they disagree with you they're just like yo she's dope though and there's like a i've seen a bunch of artists go through that phase of realization of self Mm -hmm. and then just being like this look this is who the fuck i'm gonna be and everything starts to fall in line right after what happened yeah and there's also like because i've seen it plenty of times too with artists that like i feel like the art gets lost in the message yeah, like they're so obsessed with the exactly. message. Yeah, like, like they yeah, forget you're still kind of <laughs> like yeah, you're create like the message is yeah the message. Let's be honest, right? Because you make very personal music. Yeah, the message for most of us making music is only as important to like 
like to them as it is to like maybe someone who knows you a, a little well because nobody yeah. can really know you. Yeah. For you, it's super important, and you're like, oh, this is this because it's you're basically putting your life out there. Yeah. But most people are only going to connect with little bits and pieces of that. You know, that's just the way it is. Like, there's no way around that because nobody's you. Are there being there wouldn't be a necessity for an Ilsamar? Yeah. You know, because everybody would be doing. I've seen this in a lot of different styles of music and different communities where you have an artist who really does. um, They want. They want attention from like that particular community, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they get like overly obsessed with that rather than creating good art that happens to be fueled by yeah, that community. Yeah, yeah. They've then, seen like a lot of that. They lose their voice. Yeah, yeah. it's not your voice. Then it's just like, do, I, do you love me now? Do you love me now? Yeah. Do you love me now? And anytime you do that, you're going to create shitty art. And that's yeah. exactly <laughs> what happened with medication. It's yeah. funny that you say that. I, and I don't mind just like being open about it. Sure. That's yeah. exactly what happened. I got so caught up with trying to say Jesus in my song <laughs> five times <laughs> that it was just awful. Like it wasn't good. It wasn't yeah. art. It was just me trying to like push you my my mm. Christian faith on people, right. and it's just like dude, like it just it wasn't compelling. It wasn't relevant. People were not listening. It's like what what, what the heck am I doing wrong? You know? Yeah. Until I really just like broke down and was like, okay, what am I doing wrong and what I need to stop? And it was that. It was just like pushing my message to people, forgetting that this is an art form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people more than anything, they 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 uh they want art. They yeah, they, they're to about art. the vibe. Yeah. They want the vibe. They want the energy. Mm. They want to know what. They don't care what you listen to. I mean, I can yeah. listen to, to to Brother Ali, and I know that you know. I'm sure he's Muslim. Yeah, yeah. And so I can still listen to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can still vibe with it yeah, hard, yeah, yeah. you know. And I don't mind that. Yeah. Being a and Christian, he doesn't hide it at all. Yeah. 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 So it's like it really is about the art and yeah. and not about the message. Although it is the message, you know, you still want to put the message out yeah. there. It, the art needs to be. Well, it, yeah. to me, it's Let like tell you something, Chris. Yeah. Every interview that we've done over the years, yeah. where we're speaking to like a younger artist. And there's like that moment that we talk about afterwards. I'm like, that was the moment that I saw like, oh, she's going to fucking blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it right there. Yeah. The fact that you were observed, like you're feeling all that now at such a young age, like this early in your career. That's like. (laughs) You're ahead of the curve. You're way ahead of the curve. I've got so many 30 something year old artists that I've had this conversation with and they don't get it. (laughs) <laughs> like dude that's they're horrible. not doing that bad either they're getting like attention yeah. I'm like oh yeah that's where they're missing it though yeah like you got a crowd chanting for you but that's only about as far as you're gonna go yeah but you're gonna keep going because you're going deeper and deeper into what's compelling what's universal rather than like ah, I got I got attention from my community that's yeah. all I need <laughs> so what you came in which is so that's so crazy because you you came in through like Tumex, like yeah, like being introduced to Tumex, and Tumex is probably one of the most far to the left people yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Like, um, I think even like he acknowledges. I just literally, just the other day, dude, Tony. By the way, Tony from Stay Illuminated's here. Shout out to Tony. Um, I was at Tumex's house, and we start. I asked him. I'm like, dude, I've never asked you this. Like, do you believe in God? Like, I hear you reference God, but what is that to you? Like, really? Because I've never asked it, and you've never broken it down, and I know he's not Christian. Mm. Like, he's outspoken about that, but he's, but he has faith, and he prays, and he acknowledges that he prays, and, like, it's a very interesting thing that he has fans that are from, like, all walks of life. Mm. He has Sikh fans. He has Muslim fans. Yes. And, because the greater message is just love. Like that's literally the greater greater yeah. message. So if your message is love, there's no competing against another message. Your message right. is love. Like how can you compete? Once you do that, it's not love. You know? That's war. And like so 
the when you make music, and this is one of the things that attracted me to your music, and and thanks for doing the pros. By the way, you did you did pros oh, yeah. for us yeah. with That's shout up. out to Mighty Muds. That was awesome. Um, and, and by the way, shout out to Mighty Muds because he he went hard in the paint for you because he told me yeah yeah because <laughs> I didn't I wasn't up on it and I was like he was just like dude no you got to check her out you, we got to have her on and I'm so happy we did mm-hmm. um, cool. and. Uh, I, yeah, when that kind of made me nervous when he told me that. I was like, uh, dang, well, now I got to come correct because if not, I'm going to make you look bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would have. You would have. No. Yeah. And we would have fired him. And we would have fired yeah. him. <laughs> and that would have been the end of his career. Yeah. No. Um, I, I think that one We're of only the- only half joking. One of the, <laughs> one of the things that attracted me to it was um, I thought you, at least I felt like, and I don't know if you feel this way, but I felt like you were pretty versed in performing already. And that's something I've always like has attracted me to artists, people that are pretty free. You seem very free. Um, and you know what I mean from an MC standpoint. You're like you're in the pocket a lot and you'll smile, you'll act out your words. You're more, you know, you rap the way I like people to rap. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I feel like there's no lying that you you wrote this. You know what I mean? You know, like there's no, like there's, there's no discussion on whether or not she really believes this because Mm -hmm. you're acting it out every time you perform it. Well, I'm glad you think that way. I definitely think I still have a lot more to work on in that, Mm -hmm. in that area, you know, to be a lot more free. Yeah. Um, But, um, it took a while to get there. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. Were you, so did you feel like you were a natural performer or did you have to like Uh, work your way up? Were you super nervous? Oh yeah, definitely. Are you, how, how nervous do you, do you still get? Uh, I still get that initial just like like depends if I'm doing like a brand new show like yeah. a new venue then I get the initial like little butterflies in my stomach yeah. like oh dang I'm about to go up there yeah. half of these people are going to hate it half people are going to like it yeah. and you just have to deal with it and yeah. then after that I'm like okay cool like let's just do it and yeah. let, it, let it be caught, 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 caught up in the mix in a huddle full of tricks not for kids not for kicks who's going to rinse my mind off this who's going to tell me I've been fixed seize the moment when I'm pissed instead of facing the abyss sin that exists in the hisses last dismissed. Uh, we're all caught up in the same old world. That the wind, he could take your referral. He could take it to the ends of the earth. Let your mind rebirth. Watch him hurl. No time to play the game that you've been playing. Cause you've been divided by the ones you say that are decaying. Okay, you're screwed. Members are divided. The cast is new. Ain't no way to hide a suicide came through. So I hit him with the one two jab. Flesh in a rope. Can't clap back. Hold on to hope. I've been stabbed. But I gotta tell you that I ain't mad. No, I ain't mad. This bag of tricks is bound to pass. Uh, I got no time and pass no mind. I wanna live, but I defy. Soon enough, come suicide. This bag of tricks won't let me fly. Fly. Found a pass, no passing time. Gotta hit him with the one, two pass, no mind. Gotta hit him with the fire, but my difference in desire got me feeling like I gotta hit a choir. And I know that I'm a liar, it's time to retreat. Got the most to get happy for I'm lost in the seas. No cost for the keys, no cost for the peace. Pay the cost and retreat to pay the cost for the seed. For the seed, time to believe, but I'm living like I've never seen the cost of defeat. The rhythm in my heart is an uncalling beat in my mind, trying to tell me that I haven't been deceived. But the enemy, forget it, past the Hennessy. I'd rather be alone, straight up running in my zone. Who's that on my phone? This guy trying to tell me that I'm gone, gone, gone. Uh, see, you never see the rope. That I did. I travel so far on acid. That's the truth. I can't deny it. Wanna die, but I defy it. Gotta pray and keep on climbing. Meditate and keep on fighting. Is it true or at my lion? Yo, or at my lion tricks. And when you say like I want to be much more free, what does that mean to you? 
I think that there's still um, more that I could do up there to just connect with the um, with the audience. Yeah. I think right now that the music is is hitting. I think people are listening to it, um, but I want them to really vibe with it. I want them to yeah. like connect 100%. You know, I don't want to have to tell somebody to put their hands in the air. Yeah. I want them to do it on their own because they really like it. Basically, what I would I go and experience an artist that I like. I want people to do that same thing when yeah. they come to when they come to see me. Yeah. So you're um again, just like from an observer standpoint, I feel like you're at a point right now where at least and I don't know if this it seems like it, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it definitely seems like you guys um as a team are kind of shifting your consciousness definitely to Online, like you have your camera person making content, you obviously are understanding the necessity for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is, definitely. yeah, this is something that I mean most artists don't do, and which you should, yeah, you should yeah. completely be doing uh, this because you well, can have. We can't see as we're being filmed, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> during this whole process. Yeah, because the amount of content yeah. you can pull out of this, yeah, yeah, you will have. I just know for a fact you'll yeah. have like a year's worth of stuff if you just chop it all clips, up. You can have clips. You can use like you know? audio in different places. You can have like little drops of like introductions to videos. Like yeah. there's so much. I that mean, comes how many songs are we? Like, there's a bunch of songs that are the interviews are on now. Yeah, yeah. that have been through the show. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. You're con- you're conscious of that. <laughs> and were you always conscious of like because because. You kind of come from a promotion background as well. Yeah. Did it translate online or was that a learning process? No, it was definitely a learning process. I, I, um, the advice I gave to many, I never took myself. Yeah. So it, it did come from the promotion. It did come from like the networking and whatnot. I, I consider myself a pretty good manager yeah. and administrator. Like yeah. if I wouldn't do music, I'd probably find an artist that I really believe in and just yeah. go 100% mm-hmm. well, you still for might. them. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you never know. So, mm-hmm. um, I, it definitely came from that, um, but I don't blame artists because it's not cheap to have a videographer coming around. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm lucky because she's my roommate. And, yeah, yeah. And you know, we invested in the we invested in all the uh, all the equipment together. Yeah, but at some point, a discussion had to happen for you to invest in each other. That's true. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's very true. Yeah, and um, that's what most people don't do. That is that actually happened recently. Yeah, I was. We were like. We were putting all our energy into other artists yeah. and forgetting that there's an artist at home that we need to put energy into. Yeah, yeah. So I do that a lot. I am I love to help people. I love to help every else people grow. Yeah. And you know, like, oh, where where can I help? What can I do? Like, I don't care if I have to drive out far to like mm-hmm. do this for you. That I forget about home. Right. So not recently until like this year, really everything just started falling into place. The things I need to do in order to get there. All yeah. the things that I've already used for other artists. Basically, just use them on myself and, yeah. put, and just put the formula together and, so, and hope something comes out. Do you think that, like the yeah, because you're saying the formula? I mean, obviously, you you pay attention to. Oh, I've, I see. Obviously, I'm paying attention to the amount of content you're starting to put out as far as like just interacting with your audience letting them know you're there all the time um all things that become tedious things that most artists i think we've had on the show have said they hate yeah all of them wish they didn't have to do it but at this point and you're definitely from at least a generation artist wise that understands like 
that is the game. It is. It, yeah. It changed so much. Like yeah. we talk I talk about this with Amalia all the time. Like it isn't what it used to be. Like you could go to an open mic and you never know you could get discovered right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and that's how things used to yeah, happen yeah. before. Absolutely. Um and it's just it doesn't work that way anymore. Like what, what, wherever you want to land on, like if you don't have a following online, people don't really care. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it's not just about having the followers. Like people want to see the interaction in the comment section. Yeah. You have like, to prove it. Yeah. 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 You have to prove it. It's, it's why Reverie has to post 40 times a day. Exactly. Yeah. And because I love they demand that stuff, it. though. No, I do too. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. But she has built up a demand mm-hmm. that people want to know all the time. Exactly. But she built that up through her music. Right. So for me, that's completely fine. Um, and you're obviously aware of that now. Is there any part of the business that you don't like? No, because I know that music is a business. Do I like industry? You're right, Arash. Yeah, I'm just jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Do I like the yeah. industry? No, the industry is so yeah. corrupt. Like uh, we, both, yeah, yeah. we all know that. That is what it is. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. It doesn't matter. Even even in the Christian industry, I've learned that it's yeah. so corrupt. Yeah, like, it's a business. It is. It's all a business. Music is a business. So you kind of just have to deal with it, and it's all right. Just mm. know how to like separate the two. Like, okay, I'm going to do art right now, but I also have to remember that I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. And, um, how do you no. how do you do that? Do you have to like physically spend some time switching mind focuses? Like on today, I'm artist mode. Tomorrow, I'm in business mode. Um, or is it always playing at the same time? I think it's always playing, it's always at, playing the at the same time. time. And mm. I I, uh, I think it uh, a lot of it comes from the my day job. Mm. I'm an operations manager, so I get to see like yeah all the things that come into my you know all the income that comes in when we have to do we break off like yeah. certain things. So it's always there, and it's just when I have to write, I just have to write, but it's all the mentality never leaves. The business mentality part of me just never leaves. Right. It even it even just goes into my art sometimes because if I can give somebody a little bit of my wisdom and my knowledge, why not put in the music to have people listen to it? Right, absolutely. Yeah. Why why do you think people have a problem with that so with much? What? The the switching? No, like the making money off your art. Um I mean, we've talked about it, and I've thrown out some examples of like the I, corruptibility of yeah. art through. I acknowledge that. Though. I think it has more to do with like the way our brains are wired. Yeah, like it's about switching energies. Like I mean, this is like a dramatic right. generalization here, but it's more like right brain, left brain work. Yeah, yeah. and it's I think true. it's physically it's exhausting. uncomfortable. Yeah, to to switch back and forth. Look, look, it's um, th- this is a silly example. Amazing, silly it's example. Amazing. But like, uh, uh, you know, like you hear somebody talking on the phone on the bus mm. or like on a trolley or whatever, right? And you know how it, like. Like irritates you. Oh yeah. And I mean, I'm like a pretty zen person, you're, mm-hmm. but it's still like irritates me. And, and I was reading about why that is. The way that is is that human brain is constantly like autopilot of what the human brain is always doing is it's filling in gaps. Right. You see a little bit of something, your brain fills in the gap. Uh, people say a sentence, you might hear six words out of the ten, but your brain is filling in those words that are missing so you can understand what the person is saying. Yeah. In a conversation with the phone, uh, when somebody's having a phone, you're not hearing what the other person is saying. So your brain is constantly trying to fill in the mm. gap of the information that's missing. Even if you're not paying attention to the conversation, even though you're saying, like, I don't give a fuck what they're talking yeah, yeah, about, yeah. your brain is doing that. And your brain gets tired. Yeah. And the way that your brain communicates to the rest of your body that it's exhausted is by sending stress signals. 
that's the way that the brain just operates. Smart and, then, and then translates into... <laughs> I read a lot of pointless crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but I Which think, is why meditation is so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have, have to, to like shut off. In the moment, right. Yeah. Right, to let it rest. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's why artists have a difficult time. I'm completely one of them. Like, have a difficult time switching back and forth between, like business mode and creative mode because creative mode draws more from the left side of the brain and the, the or whatever side and, and it's not 100% this side or that side but I think generally that's what's happening is the focus areas in your brain have to keep switching and that's yeah. what gets draining to yeah. people that kind of makes me wonder if I'm kind of weird then because yeah, you're I, weird. I like both <laughs> yeah. I love the numbers yeah, yeah. no you're art. a, a there's you're definitely a type yeah yeah, yeah because yeah. we've seen it tons of times no because we've yeah. if i had if you look through history at the amount of people who are phenomenal prodigies but didn't have the business mind and vice versa by the way i meet a lot of people i've met a lot of people on this journey we have yeah. who are like they're hustlers like great great business people they want to be artists mm-hmm. because that's like glamorous to them but they're not yeah like i would so badly versa. yeah 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 All- People that like they want to be hustlers. Yeah, yeah, and, and just and, you're not. Yeah. You're just not. And then there's the balance, right? Yeah, it's, and I, I, the idea I think is to find like the creative play, for example, in the business. If you can find a way for your brain to focus on it as like creative play, and yeah. you don't feel it that it's draining, you've won. Which I assume you do because you're into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's fun for you to like watch the YouTube videos and study like numbers on how like Instagram is going and like those are all things that um, like I've always been into that. Like I've always been into those types of things, but I also know what that's done for me personally over a long period of time. I know that it can touch into like depression and anxiety did you deal with any of that it's true I, every day i always remind myself that the numbers are not everything yeah yeah because yeah. i could have four thousand views but if only one person really liked the song then all those four thousand views are just it's meaningless yeah. meaningless yeah. 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 yeah so i always remind myself that that the analytics are important because yeah. you want to see how many people are being reached yeah um but it's not everything so. yeah yeah, I think it's, I mean, I know Arash has said this many times about, like, it just being evident who's doing the right work. Yeah, it's not yeah. It's not up for argument. Yeah. Like, you can't you know, fake it. whatever yeah. people say about any of the people getting numbers, it's why SP could drop a, a video and there's 30,000 views that, like, later, in how, how many? Four 40, hours? Four days? 40,000. 40,000. 40, Amazing. Amazing, right? Love that new album. By How the way. Do, oh my god! That's yeah, freaking out. By the way, awesome. SP, you're a fucking genius. This is the best album he's ever done. It period. is. Yeah. It really. And is. And by the way, let me say this. Finally, you did. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, we've I, had this conversation before. I was just talking to her. How I remember we yeah. booked him at um at the airliner once. Yeah. And you know that was like back in the day when he was he wasn't charging a lot. Yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. can imagine now. I'm like, I don't even want to contact him because yeah, yeah. I don't you even know what it is. You got to contact the guy now. right behind you. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> but um, oh, super awesome. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't. I've heard enough argument against what he's doing for for and and none of the argument is ever good. I haven't heard one good one yet mm. because you don't get that without work. You yeah. just don't get that because. Otherwise, you don't know what the fuck you're talking. If you think otherwise, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This is business. There is a business aspect to this. Exactly. That's hard work. 30,000 views or 40,000, I'm sorry, 40,000 views that quickly, that's hard work. That's loyalty, fan base, and and all you got to do is go to his Twitter because it plays out right there and you can see it's nonstop. Mm -hmm. People just wanting 
a little bit of his attention because they love what he does that much that it means something to them to stay on fucking line for an hour to try to get his attention. Yeah, that's true. That's work. Whether you like the art or not, <laughs> right? Because that is irrelevant, by the way. Yeah. If you don't like it, it's irre- it should be irrelevant to you. You shouldn't even know about it. If you don't like it, don't you don't have to do anything. Mm. But obviously, that's as like a bit. I don't think you can look at like an SP or a Reverie and and go like, you know, I, that's bad business. It's fucking great business. You yeah, know, like, I, I don't I don't understand half of the uh, commentators on Reverie or South Provokes yeah. <laughs> Facebook or Instagram. Like, how could you not enjoy what they are doing? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They have exceeded like. All the, the odds. All the odds. <laughs> yeah. Like, independently, like, whether you like the music. I like Soft Provokes music. I'm not a big fan of Reverie's music. Yeah. But I love what she has done yeah. with herself, her brother, you know, just, like, everything that she's built, how she's done it, being so connected to the, to the fans, you know, traveling to Europe already, like, what, four times? Yeah. I don't even mm-hmm. know. I think I've lost count already how many times she's already gone out there to tour. Like, that's amazing. Like, and it really is the business side of it that I really want to tackle and really just, like go all in in because it's it's what it is like as much as like we don't want to um as much as much as that we don't want to admit hip-hop is changing you know it's changing a lot sure and and it's like little by little boom bap you know you're not you're not hearing it anymore at least not at least not at a at a wider you know arena of places like it's yeah. gonna be in the underground it's gonna be it's not going anywhere it's not going anywhere yeah yeah it's just so, not consumed so, at the level it used to be so how do you do that how do you like f- meet producers where you could still keep to your true roots and you know and and stay basically like relevant and yeah, that's yeah. what they're doing yeah 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 because you listen to South Provoke the music's still fired like, yeah 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 it's not all bad you, it's to not- me all I've seen is because we've had the pleasure of seeing them early on and wh- it's just growth you hear this album exactly. and you're like he's fun he found his spot fine. right, mm-hmm. right. like he's because I think up into this album and I I, I think I've talked to this to him about this is I felt like he, because he was so young, he came in very influenced by what was around him. Mm. But he's not that young. He just turned 25, right? Just t- turned 25. So, oh, wow, he can rent a car. Yeah, <laughs> he can finally <laughs> rent a car on his yeah. own. Um, but so now he's at a point where, of course, he doesn't like the shit you saw when he was 16. Yeah. Of course, that would be weird, by the way, if he was still just wearing big baggy clothes and backpacks <laughs> and like, dude, he's 25. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, he's in the wine. Oh, I like, know. I've seen that. Come on. <laughs> like, you grow up. That's what happens. And it's always weird to me when people are like, um, they're surprised by it. I know why they hate it. Because they hate it because, you know, or relevance. Yeah. They're looking for relevance. But because if they, they feel like if something they like doesn't exist, then what does that say about them? It just means that you're into something that a lot of people aren't into right now. And you should be cool with it. You should be cool. If you're like a Boom Bap fan, you should be like, dude, I don't care what else is out there. I'm just into Boom Bap. That's what I'm into. And that's perfectly That's perfectly fine. I'll still buy my Boom Bap albums all day. Yeah. (laughs) But Okay, so talk about that because you obviously, you're influenced by like true school MCs because you came in through Tumex, who's like the mayor of the underground. And... You, but your music reflects like very relevant times like right now. Like it's not like you hear it and it's, it's now, you know, like why do you, 
are you are you going even further that direction with what you have coming up? I don't want to go too far in there. No. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you definitely won't ever hear me on some mumble stuff, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't go that yeah, yeah. far. But no, I think no. you care about him seeing too much. Oh, no, I do. I'm talking about like sonically. I want to do some some like 808s and stuff like uh-huh. that, you know, here and there. But I don't want to go too far. Like, I don't really want to lose my roots mm-hmm. completely. Like, yeah. I love boom bap. I love 90s rap. Yeah. Like, that's what I grew That's what I grew up on. That's what I listened to. So it's like... I, I want to dabble in with some newer school. Yeah. And, um, and obviously, because, you know, you want to give the people what they want to listen yeah. to. But I'm still going to give you verses. I'm still going to give you bars. Yeah. And I'm still going to give you all of that. I'm not going to let that go. Yeah. I, and I think that's what, like, to me, like, just the last thing about the SP album is I think that's what I enjoyed about it the most. Yeah, exactly. Is that he didn't, like, you're mm-hmm. he's obviously a dope MC. It's not, it's not up for argument when you hear him spit. But sonically, you can just tell, like, uh, he's listening to other music. Yeah. And that's that's dope. Like, oh, you're just listening to a bunch of other shit. But MC-wise, he's not dro- he hasn't dropped it at all. And I've, I never understood why people think there has to be one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Like, to me, it's way more creative when you fuse as much as you can and, and you're able to pull it off. Because pulling it off, to me, is the thing that gets me excited because yeah. that's the marketing part. That's telling the story. That's making your audience understand why it makes sense what you're doing. Because it's like you have to be able to keep up that tempo and rap fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you could do that, that says a lot about your MC. Yeah, yeah. It, it says a lot because automatically when you listen to a beat like that, you want to slow down. Yeah, and he did the everything. opposite. He did the complete opposite. Yeah. Like, yeah. then that was freaking amazing. Yeah, because I think... It's definitely on rotation in my, yeah, yeah. In my iPod right I think it's sure. one of those things when you do it, um, and I love when artists do this, like, mm. you can tell things are going to be a little different after it. Like, the people that are following suit, you can tell, like, people are going to... Like, they saw SP and they're going to be like, oh... Okay, let's do a bunch of stuff like that, which is the wrong thing to do, by the way, people. If you're listening, <laughs> don't copy some shit that somebody else is already doing. Fuck, I'm already three songs in my album. <laughs> you're going to have to erase them, bro. <laughs> do whatever it is that you do naturally. There is no way around that. There's literally no way around that. Every, I think every artist we've had on this show reached that point at some point that made them be like where you can tell now, like, okay... They have a full concept of self, you know, because it's, it's so yeah, and, and provoke. <laughs> uh, because I think it's so important when you're trying to connect with people, which is what we all kind of are trying to do. Otherwise, you just keep your music to yourself. So you're trying to connect with people. If you're trying to connect with them, why are you not making it as digestible as possible? You know what I mean? Because they have to. Like, they have to have something to relate to. Otherwise, yeah. it's kind of just arrogant. You know what I mean? It's why I've never, like, you know, I don't buy a whole lot of, uh, it, it, actually, time and place. I'll say that. Time and place. But I don't bump a lot of, like, hustle music um, because a lot of the music that I hear that is, like, f- street-inspired is are, are things that, pe- it's about things that people want when you're in that situation and that's a tough situation to be in. So it like when I hear it, when I hear like Jay-Z or fucking Diddy or anybody like that at a pop level that is talking about a bunch of stuff that I can't have. And not only saying that they're telling me I can't have it. They're saying I'm the dopest. (laughs) You're not, nobody can have this shit. That doesn't appeal to me. Like that's, 
Life's hard enough, you know what I mean? Oh, it still does appeal I don't to mean, a lot of people, though. It does. For Beca- some weird reason. Too. Because yeah. I think most people... Most people accept that all these things are out of touch for yeah. them is the thing. Oh, oh, and We've all, we're all used to tasting just enough of it to know I'm aspiring towards something in my life. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't think anything is impossible. Yeah. yeah and I think the people that listen to like that and put themselves in that position, it's a very lazy thing to do. Um uh, I because it's 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 a, a pure person's way of being relevant. Like that's all you're saying. Yeah. It's a very easy thing to do to go like, um, like when you're making music, especially right. Like you've done because you make you've made music, Arash. Yes. He turned his mic off. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Tony's <laughs> trying to get us drunk. Tony. Okay. <laughs> He's like the hostess with the mostest all the fucking time. I don't trust you with my water bottle because I don't know if it's going to come back with beer in it. <laughs> that wouldn't be, no, would be so bad. Though. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm actually having cold-pressed coffee oh. with almond milk. Oh, oh Look okay. At you. Wow. And, and some protein powder in yeah. there. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's usually not this smart at all. Yeah. yeah. No, he's like our dumbest friend. Just settled, uh, he's just, am I losing my mic again? I don't know. Okay. Maybe you're losing uh, your mind. Uh, check, 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 check. See, it's, do you hear it? Is yeah. it mine? Right. I hear you. Okay. Anyway, you're saying music. I was making music a little bit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, when you make music, and I, I remember one of the things that frustrated you the most was not being able to get what's in your head yeah. out quick enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because your mind's moving so quickly and you're just like, fuck. Mm. You know, like, and, and that's a, usually a combination of a lot of things, right? Like, that's a combination of not being able to afford something that would do that. Yeah. Uh, environment. Lack of training and Lack equipment. of training. Yeah. yeah there's, so there's a bunch of stuff. The artist and the people who push through all the time, which is why being by yourself or being in small teams happens so much because it is very rare to meet other people who are willing to push through that part. Right. Most That's people true. will get to a, a certain point and just go... Uh, too hard. Let me try this. Yeah. Uh, too hard. Let me try this. Let, let me ask you guys yeah. this. Are, does it interest you to observe something that you can't ever imagine in a million years doing? And like I think about that yeah. like with sports, for example. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think that's why from like childhood I didn't really care about watching sports. I'm like, yeah. oh, I can't even fucking do that. But whereas like as I got older and I got in better shape. It, Why is that happening yeah, to you? Really Test it. Loud. Check, 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 check. Ah. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's why, like, um, sports uh, interest, like, didn't interest me at all growing up because I'm like, I can't even fucking do that. Yeah. Whereas, like, when I got a better idea of how to do some of it, now it's a little bit interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. It's probably too late. Like, that ship sailed already. I'm not going to, like, get into <laughs> football now at 35. Yeah. But That'd be great if you yeah. were, like, a walk-on at, like, a college. Random. Yeah, <laughs> randomly. <laughs> but, like, who's this dude? But I wonder if that's part of the, the wiring that some people have. Like, we're interested in things where some part of us can connect to doing it or Absolutely. are interested in doing it at some level. Absolutely. But most people on the planet don't need to feel like they could ever do that. Most people yeah. like like to read like not again. Most people like a lot of, like gossip magazines, for example. Yeah. They have a huge circulation because people want to learn about the lives of these people who live lives that they'll never in a million years be able to afford. Yeah, but those people are like basically just masturbating. Because that's all they're fucking doing. Is like that what it is? Is that what Jay-Z's fan base is? Absolutely. Or Diddy's fan base? Dude, how do I know that? Like, dude, my mom watches, like, Housewives of Beverly Hills or whatever it is. Mm. 
there's not a moment that she's not watching that and not imagining herself in that situation. That's true. But yeah. does she think she could potentially be there? No, someday? that's why I'm saying it's a yeah. lazy, it's a lazy thing yeah. to, to be that way because what you're doing is just like I'm I'm so disconnected from actually doing it for a variety of reasons. Yeah. A lot of people, it's just hard work. I don't want to do the hard work. Yeah. They're just like I'm okay with just imagining that. I'm good yeah. with like living through that. And pretending. Yeah. It's like porn. That's what reality TV is, right? That's yeah, why yeah. it became such a big thing. It's because people's... And it's the like, same part of that thought system that makes it so people feel that it's okay to write horrifically mean things on oh, YouTube. Oh, yeah, because you're so disconnected. Yeah, you're so dis- – this is such not a real person it's to you. It's just TV. Yeah. Whereas me, like – Referee's I, not a real person. Yeah. She's on TV. Well, we could even go further. Honestly, we'd say, like, uh, I, I couldn't imagine publicly saying mean shit about, I don't know, Snoop. Yeah. I feel like, oh, I mean, he's like a real person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, most people – But most people be like, no. nope, he's not even a real person. Yeah, I think – something that, on I TV. definitely think both things are connected. Yeah. Yeah, which is why – as you start to develop as an artist, we talked about this actually on the way up here, is that your circle gets smaller and more refined yeah. because you start to realize the value in specialties. That's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a huge thing. And you, a smart person will give value to people with specialties because they should be given value. That's the most valuable thing than somebody who just wants to be another cook. Right. Like I much rather have another somebody, cookbook. <laughs> I much rather we have, have enough somebody, of those people. Yeah, yeah. I rather have one is enough. One is enough. <laughs> no uh, more cookbooks. Uh, I'd rather have somebody who's like good at coding yeah. than somebody who's like I'm into music. Oh God, dear God, please. Yeah. Can we please like, have somebody who's good at coding? Because I, I can, <laughs> that'd be great. That yeah. would be amazing. I mean, I can yep. tell you, like people, like you know, staffing platform collection. That's what. There's nobody that contributes to, to platform collection that doesn't have that mindset. Mm-hmm. They're literally like, I'm not trying to like give this job to anybody else. Like yeah. I'm, I want to do, I like this job. I like writing or I like posting or I like, you know, being a curator or filming. I like those things. I'm not trying to just be famous or be known, you know, because at the end of the day, that doesn't contribute to anybody, you know, like nobody in that situation that is just trying to be famous By the way, there's probably people who are listening to this that are like, but uh, I thought that was the goal. I want to be famous. That's why people don't like you that much. Yeah. (laughs) That's why people are not around you that much because you're not really about anything. You're just about being famous. And, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than that kind of energy around, I think. Uh, and he's yeah. back. <laughs> Why is that happening? I want to sample that. We're just going to play that throughout. <laughs> it's a Rosh coming back into reality. <laughs> and by the way, every time you hear a Rosh cut out, he's really disappearing. He's, yeah. We don't see him. It's because I'm smoking DMT. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, cookbook. Oh, cookbook. Oh, <laughs> oh he's talking about DMT again. All That's right. right. We said it again. <laughs> um, so, what can people like expect from you like this coming year? 20, for the rest of 2017, what should we expect from Mel Samore? Uh, definitely just like maybe two songs every single month. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Good for you. I already have most of it written. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, trying to get a little bit more, um, just, I bought some equipment because getting in the studio gets really difficult because sure. I, I have a full-time job. And, Very smart. And I'm not trying to let that go because yeah. I got, got to pay bills, you know? So yeah. music doesn't pay bills. So yet. Yet. Yep. yet. <laughs> so definitely going to do two songs a, a day. So blessed to have Amalia who does 
um, videos and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm going to do my best to put out a video for every single one of those songs. Wow. Awesome. And um, that's going to be for the rest of the year. Just do that. And then next year, hopefully bring out a project. Well, I can See? tell you this. You you do that for the rest of the year. You're not going to be able to predict like the amount of stuff that you're going to get into. Trust me. Like that amount of work will translate. There's no doubt about yeah. it. I'm hoping There's for literally it. no doubt about it. All you got to do is just keep your head down, keep doing it, crank it out, and trust me. Like, we have a, a, a team member, Kali. He's doing Bars Weekly, which is a weekly rap for the entire year. A whole verse? Yeah, whole verse and a video for it every That's week. Hard. Yeah, yeah. So Big ups to that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and I told him, I was like, bro, because he's just like, man, I don't know if people are getting it. I was like, people aren't going to get it till December. <laughs> yeah. They're, when you yeah, get yeah, to yeah. December, they're going to go like, holy fuck. Yeah. I tell so people hard. that uh, with podcasting. I'm yeah. like, people don't care about episode seven. No. They'll care when you're episode 63. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you, yeah. you're, you're making it matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I hope everything... Uh, goes great for you this year. If you need anything from us, obviously you're platform collection family now. Thank um, you, appreciate that. First podcast, you made it through. It wasn't yeah. that bad, right? It wasn't that bad, no. No, I think all. the beer helped, though. The beer helped, okay. <laughs> well, hey, we know how to treat them. Yeah, right? absolutely. Shout out to our sponsor, Stay Illuminated. Right? Thank you for the Heineken sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, That's what's up. Um, tell everybody how to get in touch with you, if they want to send you beats, if they want to look up your music, let them know. Ilsamar.com and uh, everything is at Ilsamar. I am literally the only Ilsamar you'll ever see on social media. Nice. So it's easy. I L L S A M A R. It's exactly why I chose that name. Oh. Yeah. And um, Iliisamar at gmail.com if you want to collab or do anything like that. It's actually on my Instagram and stuff like that. So okay. go ahead and do that. I have a new song. It's called On My that's on my Facebook right now if you want to check that out. Yep. Produced by Yo Almo. Shout out to Yo Almo. Got another one coming out from him in the next week or so. Yeah. So definitely check that out and um, yeah, hit me up. Ilsmart.com. I got a show coming up pretty soon. I got a few shows. I got going to San Diego soon. Oh, right on. And um, perform out there and hit us up when you're down there. Cool. Or that's where we're at. So, um, oh, cool. Uh, guys, and if you're listening to this on TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, Spreaker. Spreaker. Go over to platformcollection.com. You'll see all those links that she just said. And you can just type in Ilsamar in the search uh, button. And the stuff that we've posted from her will come up. Word. And forever on now. So everything you awesome. everything you put out, please send it over. Um, send it over to Hip Hop Eddie, who's been here, by the way, the whole yeah. time. Oh, you've been here the whole time, The Eddie? whole time. It just, <laughs> it just dawned on me that Hip Hop Eddie's been here. Yeah. Right. right on. Cool. All right. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yep. You may now flush the toilet. You can sip your rubber tuss and I've been thinking about deposits, reminiscing about the mosh pits and the way I used to flaunt it. Always time my day like Rolex and my savior like the Onyx. And my day feel like hydraulic, my emotions be neurotic. On it, on with my daily gadala. Always in a flow trying to make things go, but it don't seem to go, so I let things go. Honest, I'll be in a groove like a do-si-do. -do. Well, I watch things go, but I can't say no, because the Lord says so. So I gotta let it go, just the way things go. I'm causing all this mayhem Slug, I do relate him I listen and replay him All about what my kids say I'm rubbing on this kimchi Watching how my team play Defense, this is great day Like it's great day On the way to the way Shady Mayday And I don't understand people shady But I only show love, you can hate me I got love for enemies I got love for all the streets Cyber gave me all the keys Mom and pop raised no demean I got multiple personalities I'm living in my own fantasy Reality, 
the best of me, no really, it get the best of me, God bless me, I give best to me, I do it every day, make the best of me, oh can't you see, no you don't believe, I'm rolling on the power, no gasoline, my trick, it's my game, bars gonna punch like Dre's game, this not for the fame, you can abstain, you might cry, get the punch like Bron James, in the way you're lane, I'm a crazy terrain, in the savior he came, so I had to refrain, say goodbye to the game, say hello to my pain, and I'm not going back, never no, don't make me lame, gotta keep steady position, watch my moves, I'm a magician, see you see, but you don't listen, see the shade, I see you hissing, Pardon me, no, no, wait, pardon me Where my man is, they far from me The Christian thing is hard for me But if you ace a test, I wonder if you place the best This life is like a game of chess The least will sure replace the best Game of Thrones and Game of Clones Some they know, rather play some bones They not conform, but they want to form Rather live their life in their own accord It's not okay, it's not okay I do not judge, but I relate With all my peers, I don't debate If it's not love, I want it take Intake. If it's not love, I won't intake Got upon the pedestal, I'm upon in his estate Pull a chair or pull a stool, I'ma tell you where's my faith Used to think I had some cool, now I know they fabricate Make us in a puppet fools, watch us as we click the bait I was long and in the school, now I think I can debate Got upon the pedestal, I'm upon in his estate Pull a chair or pull a stool, I'ma tell you where's my faith Used to think I had some cool, now I know they fabricate Make us in a puppet fools, watch us as we click the bait. I got multiple personalities, I'm living in my own fantasy Reality, get the best of me, no really, it get the best of me God bless me, I get best of me, I do it every day, make the best of me Oh can't you see, no you don't believe, I'm rolling on the power, no gasoline Collection.com.